Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. First, I want to say thank you to our new Patreon subscriber, Jonathan K. If you would like to listen to ad-free episodes and exclusive Patreon-only episodes, simply follow the link in this episode's show notes, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash scary a paranormal podcast. This week's encounter brought up emotions and mystery the first time I read it. I interacted back and forth with Michael, trashing out different ideas as to who his encounter's real identity could be. And without spoiling anything, I'll stop right there. Maybe you, the listener, can come to your own conclusion. And a slight disclaimer, some names have been changed to protect identities. My Aunt Charlotte was what you would call a hoarder. It started after her husband passed away from a hit-and-run accident in 1978. Our family, mainly my mom, who was her sister, had tried intervening several times to try and clear some of her items and failed terribly on each occasion. We were met by walls of anger and crippling emotions. It almost felt cruel if we even dared to throw out an old newspaper cutting from the 1950s. I have memories of being in the back seat of our car driving away with Aunt Charlotte crying on the porch and my mom crying in the front seat. Mom was trying to help and Charlotte couldn't accept it. I think my mom viewed herself more of a motherly figure to Charlotte. 
my grandmother had died at the age of 27, leaving my grandfather to raise an eight and 10 year old alone. My aunt Charlotte didn't drive, so we would be dragged along to car boot sales, loan sales, auction houses regularly and have to cart whatever she had bid on and won back to her house. Inside it was a mixture of mountains of newspapers, magazines, antique figurines, furniture, pictures and some valuable items. She did have a good eye for picking out pieces that were beautiful. But when someone is a hoarder, your world can become very small. I think the embarrassment of the clutter will make your social circles very small. And before long, we were Charlotte's only friends as well as family. I moved on, went to college, and would hear Charlotte's antics every now and then from my parents. One day, my mom hadn't heard from her in a while and decided to call over to her house to see if she was okay. But unfortunately, Aunt Charlotte's body was found in the sitting room, surrounded by mountains of newspapers. They think she had been there for about two weeks before she was discovered. That time was pretty horrible, really sad. This is terrible to say, but during her funeral, I was completely preoccupied with the logistics of how we would clear her house. And Charlotte had no children. And I knew my dad would insist that we clear it ourselves. He possesses a stubbornness that stops him from asking for help outside our family. It took weeks to sort and clear and Charlotte's belongings. Being there every evening after work and weekends, you kind of feel as if you're melting into her mindset during the process. It gets hard to focus when there's so much chaos and clutter all around you. You find yourself asking, should we keep this frog figurine or give it to a charity store? Most evenings and weekends our family will be found at Aunt Charlotte's house. Parts of it were nice stone. Mom would retell stories about her and Charlotte when they were kids. And then Dad would intervene asking me to help him move the heaviest item in the house from upstairs to downstairs. Once we had separated the wheat from the chaff, there were some beautiful pieces of furniture and ornaments that were just too good to give away. I think my parents kept a lot of the pieces, but there was an antique floor mirror that I really liked, so I brought it home. It was pretty solid, really heavy, but we managed to get it up the stairs and set up. Not long after the floor mirror arrived into our house, that was when we started experiencing some strange things. The first thing we noticed was the mirror would crack and 
uh, creek at night. I guess you could put it down to wood expanding and contracting, but I have to say we have a few wooden pieces in our house and have never experienced a piece of furniture make so much noise. I also noticed that the angle of the mirror would change very slightly, always heading in the direction of the window. These were stupid little things that I told my partner was doing, and as it turns out, they in turn thought I was doing it. I can only explain this as whenever you get a new piece of furniture and you spend a few days correcting its position until it finds its perfect spot, except we had found what we thought was the perfect spot, but someone thought otherwise. About four or five weeks after the mirror arrived, we woke up one night to hear faint knocks coming from the mirror. I actually thought it was the glass maybe loose or something was knocking off the frame, maybe a draft, but after I looked, everything was really tight and secure and there seemed to be nothing hitting off the mirror itself. Like I said, these knocks were subtle. But three days later, we woke up again in the middle of the night to what sounded like a bird hitting a window pane with full force. The sound definitely came from the mirror. It was on the other side of the room. There and then, we got up and moved the mirror out of the bedroom into the spare room. Both of us didn't want it in the bedroom anymore. My partner was freaked out and to be honest, so was I. Not long after we experienced this, we had a get together in our house. My partner had just started a new job and had invited their new best work friend and their partner over for some drinks and food also. We have a bathroom for guests downstairs and another one upstairs that we use ourselves. And as you can imagine, after some alcohol, people will need to pee. Anyway, this girl who worked with my partner ended up having to use the bathroom upstairs. And when she came back downstairs, she came straight over to me and said, Oh gosh, I I don't think the lady upstairs is too happy with the noise. We must be keeping her awake. I didn't really know what she meant and went over to her partner and I could see her pointing upstairs and presumed she was telling him about this lady. And he came over to me and said, maybe I should check on my mother upstairs. We had some back and forth. I explained that my mother doesn't stay with us. And he called his partner over and basically what she said was when she went to the bathroom upstairs, she heard a knock on the door. And when she opened it, she could see a woman standing in the spare room with the light off peering out behind the door. She said that this woman never spoke, but she spoke to her and said, I'm so sorry, I didn't realise someone was up here and I'll tell the others to keep the noise down. She said that she was really embarrassed 
As she's telling me this, I'm literally frozen. We don't have anyone staying at our house. I brought the two of them upstairs and into the spare room to show them that nobody was there and she could not believe it. She said the woman was elderly in a nightdress, had grey bob-length hair with a black clip in her fringe and that her eyes were really light-coloured. Who she described was my Aunt Charlotte. They left the party after that. I actually didn't tell my partner until the day after. I didn't want to ruin the night. Plus, we had other guests downstairs, so I didn't want to ruin the atmosphere. At the time, I knew that we had to get rid of the mirror, so I ended up telling my parents about what happened, something that I regret doing. My mother was really upset. But after the conversation, my mum... My mom wanted the mirror at their house. Honestly, I thought that that would be the end of it, but I was wrong. One evening, I went upstairs and the door of the spare room was slightly open, so I went to close it. And just as I put my hand on the handle to pull it towards me, I heard someone running up the stairs behind me. So I turned around expecting to see my partner and there's nobody there. Another time my wife called me in work crying on the phone because she had been taking something upstairs to the bedroom and saw a hand grip the door frame from inside. We set up two cameras in the house, one upstairs, the other at the base of the stairs, and they were triggered constantly. But nothing would ever show when we looked back at the footage. One day in work, We were notified 17 times of movement inside the home. Again, nothing. A few weeks went by, absolutely no activity, and we thought that whatever that was in the house, whether it be Aunt Charlotte or something else, had gone. I tried to bring up with Mom if they had any weird things happen, and she would tell me no. Then again, one night we were woken up, to this pounding coming from inside the spare room door. We both got up to investigate and nothing. On another occasion, we had decided to go on a date night. I got a call from one of our neighbors to say that there was a woman in our house that was knocking on a window trying to get her attention when she was walking her dog. She said that she watched for a moment and then went to the front door and rang the bell. No one answered, so she called my phone thinking that someone was stuck in a room or something. We knew that there was nobody else inside the home. When we got back to the house, we even invited her over to show which window it was that she said she had seen this woman brought her inside just in case she thought we were holding someone hostage or something. She told us that the woman was standing in the window of the spare room. So I went straight downstairs, got a picture of my Aunt Charlotte and brought it back upstairs and asked, was it this woman that you saw? And she immediately said that yes, it was that woman. 
we actually ended up explaining the whole situation to our neighbour and she was really open to the whole story but I could tell she was completely freaked out. (laughs) Up until this point I had not physically seen any figure in the house whether it be my Aunt Charlotte or something else. One day I was working in the garage. I went back inside one afternoon and I saw the back of a woman in a nightdress heading up the stairs. She was taking the first step and I was completely shocked. Then this running up the stairs. So I immediately followed afterwards because I had thought that maybe somebody had gotten into the house without me knowing. I stood at the bottom of the stairs and watched the spare bedroom door slam shut, followed, went straight up, and as I entered the room, there was a figure of a woman standing in the window, facing outwards, and then she just completely disappeared in a split second. This was definitely the most frightening experience I've ever had in my entire life. This woman that I saw in the window was a lot taller than my Aunt Charlotte. My Aunt Charlotte was five foot five. She was a tiny framed woman. This figure was five eleven, six foot. It was exaggerated, had similarities to my Aunt Charlotte. I think she had that dressing gown. Her hair was the same. It was like my Aunt Charlotte was extended pulled upwards but I don't think that this is my Aunt Charlotte it's like something pretending to be Aunt Charlotte at the moment it's been three months and we've had no activity that is the longest we've ever gone without any encounter or knocking or noises in the middle of the night running on the stairs my wife is very religious, doesn't believe in mediums or psychics or the use of any instruments to contact whatever might be in our house. Thank you Michael for sending in this week's story. During my conversations with Michael, I asked him whether he thought that something perhaps had attached itself onto this mirror that they had brought into their home. Or is it simply his Aunt Charlotte whose spirit has been morphed into different forms whenever she's appearing in their home? Nothing sinister has happened. More mischievous knocking on a door and running on a stairs isn't very threatening. Unfortunately, this story remains, at the moment, a bit of a mystery. It's still an active, ongoing occurrence that's happening in their home. I get the impression, Michael, that this has took over your life. He has been researching the make of the mirror, its origins, and trying to find out any possible information that he can find. Best to look in your research, Michael, and keep us up to date with any occurrences or anything you uncover. If you have your own paranormal encounter that you would like me to share on the show, you can send them to scaryaparanormalpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying episodes of Scary, 
please rate and review the show it helps the show grow massively and get seen and don't forget to click subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast so you don't miss any future episodes of scary thank you for listening and join me next time for another episode of scary Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.